Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Amory School. It's back. It's back. Again, again. We're here. It's been back every time. It's because we, that's the, that's the, the drama, really. You that's gotta, the drama. You gotta make people yeah. really want it, and then they'll come back, and they'll be like, why did you wait so long to do this? And it will be like, I'm, we're both very overworked. We're both very overworked. Your work is still hell. It was hell at the beginning of the year, and you're like, well, maybe this will settle down soon. So it, it did settle it down really some, didn't. and then now the people okay. who we hired quit. <laughs> so now it oh. has unsettled. <laughs> Once again. It's unsettled again. Yeah. I love to hire people to make the work easier, and then they realize the work is hard, so they quit, because the work sucks. Yeah, it's a big problem. Uh, it sounds like your company is bad. Um, you know, that might be true. I like it alright, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it could be, it could be better, you know? Could be a lot better. I mean, you know, companies, right? Yeah, oof. Yeah, corporations. Yikes. Corporations. Uh... Let me tell you about corporations. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, I will not. So it's been about four years since the last time we recorded one of these. How have you been, Molly? Um, you know, I've been I've been doing okay. I've been playing a lot of um the Final Fantasy fourteen game. How is that? Um, it's pretty good. I like I kind of like it a lot now. Uh, they've <laughs> they've changed a lot since because I was last really playing during like Heavensward. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's all it's all changed since then. So now uh, I level Captain Shadowbringers, which is extremely anime, uh, in in the best ways possible. Uh, mm-hmm. They they did a good job with it. And now I'm the most powerful cat girl in the world. That's not true. There are so many powerful. Everyone is the most powerful cat girl in the world. <laughs> I I I welcome the challenge. <laughs> bring them bring them to me. Bring them to you. Are you gonna destroy them in combat? Yeah, and then <laughs> then I will truly prove my. Uh, I mean, claim, I guess that's, the what, that's all Final Fantasy fourteen PVE is, is the, the cat girl power rankings. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah, it, well, except now it's all, like, bunny girl power rankings. Oh, right, because they added the they Viera added, for yeah, they, some they reason. Yeah, they added Viera, but they didn't put in bunny boys. Uh, game is useless. Fuck this. After saying that they would no longer do gender-locked races, they came and did gender-locked Immediately races. Immediately did two new gender-locked races. It's fucking... It's fucking absurd. Absurd... Although the lore, because they added they added the enormous cat boys, they added the Hrothgar, who are big big lion mans. Um, but the lore is that they're all bottoms, and that's why there's no girls, is because they're all busy doing top shit, not anywhere near what's happening in the world. <laughs> Hang on, so there are there are. There... <laughs> all right, so you're saying in the lore of Final Fantasy XIV, what what's the race called? The Hrothgar. The Hrothgar. We're just gonna take a detour into other lore here briefly uh-huh so the the hrothgar as you just said uh, the hrothgar <laughs> hr hrothgar yeah uh there are women hrothgar hrothgar but they're just not around and getting video game shit done because they're all busy being tops yeah absolutely that is that is i don't think that's much of an exaggeration of what the lore is i believe it is a uh matriarchal society uh and you can only play as the boys because they're all fucking they gotta go do shit because the women are like nah i'm not do they know what tops do in the day do they figure that out they're just sitting no. around doing top stuff <laughs> just, they haven't they haven't gone into it. You can't see any of the women, uh, presumably because they're off at the war. They go to another school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got lots of women in my matriarchal society. No, you can't see them. <laughs> no, you cannot have them. 
Yeah, that's a, it's a big problem. I don't know where they all come from. You're telling me they made a matriarchal society where you could only play as the men. Yeah, because it's for it is for bottoms. Final Fantasy. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you fucking doing? I'm pretty oh. sure, and nobody, please, nobody, correct me on this. I'm pretty sure I'm just right. <laughs> so I, I mean, you could you could like apply that warning to most things you say. Yeah. <laughs> Most, just take that as a standing just this entire, standing pod, the entire podcast really don't don't at me telling me i'm wrong about this because i i'm right <laughs> okay that's fair so i i played some final fantasy 14 and I, I tried to get in with shadowbringers but you know i've had weird ocd focus problems yeah yeah, I haven't really fun. been in the real space to be uh, enjoying the MMO, but I've I, I've enjoyed what I have played of it. I'm glad it's good, though. I yeah. do I do get a little um, incredulous because everyone's like, "Oh, it's the best Final Fantasy story ever," and I'm like, "It's not. That. It, it, I've I know it's not. It's it's an MMO. <laughs> I know. I I've played good Final Fantasies, and I know they haven't made one for a very long time. So I know yeah. we've all forgot, but it's it's probably not that good, guys. Um, so um, Final Fantasy 14, the base game. I think that game sucks shit. I think it's bad. <laughs> Uh, and I don't, I don't think any of the characters uh, in that expansion or the base game are particularly interesting. Um, and then they do, they're like, okay, fine, we'll put you in Heaven's Ward and you'll go fight dragons. And that one whips ass. That oh, one sure is really good. extremely good. They seem cool. All the, all the, uh, the expansion stories seem pretty good. Uh, the Stormblood have... one is bad. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, good. Bad. Well, it's not. It's, it's fine. It's it's better than a, a realm reborn. The base. Well, that game. one's just kind of going through a bunch of quests because I've I've played like halfway through that, and the first twenty levels are nothing. They're just a big nothing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I mean, you know, you got to make fifty levels worth of, excuse me, worth of content. But boy, it's not good. Um, and, and then yeah. Shadowbringers is the best one. Oh uh, yeah, that's the recent one. Everyone seems to like it a lot. Uh, you have to probably will never actually get to play it with the power of anime. Uh, well, I'll. I'll... I, if you like fair, friendship, I w- someday, just think about Shadowbringers. Okay, that's good to hear because I, I the premise really annoyed me because <laughs> it, it like when I saw the first trailer it was like become the warrior of darkness and I was like well that seems dumb that's like what a thirteen year old would come up with like I'm not saying this to reflect on the game but when I saw the first trailer I was like that's what like a thirteen year old who doesn't understand Final Fantasy would think would be a cool Final Fantasy but it sounds like the the game itself is much smarter than that yes I believe I believe the uh, the the tagline warrior of darkness is very misleading mm-hmm. very very misleading. Yeah. Everyone needs to play Final Fantasy IV. Want to become the Warrior of Darkness? Uh, maybe I should someday. I don't know. Yo, let me let tell you and everyone listening about Final Fantasy IV. You should play it. Uh, it's very good. By the way, we're having a lot of tangents on this podcast because I was like, hey, Molly, we've been gone for a long while. Uh, we should just let people have a long podcast. Yeah, so we're going to do that. We're just going to just talk for a long time uh, and hope you enjoy the content. Um, um, now, Jackson, I know you've been... Uh, yes. doing a lot of other podcasts yes um, but it seems to me like you watch a lot of anime and i have all right is anime good anime is very good why okay. do you ask no i'm just curious i don't i don't know i don't have much of an opinion <laughs> do you, do you, i forget do you not watch anime not really i don't really watch a lot of anything that's true get right I, that down is, to i it. suppose that's true i guess that's that's uh it's tragedy really you should you should get into anime you'd enjoy it you'd have a good time Getting into um, it's like Totally Spies, but for an entire. <laughs> I was gonna say, watch a lot of medium. Totally Spies, which is French anime. 
that that one is pronounced anime. Honame. Honame. That's French anime. Yeah. Uh, you know, they make, they make it in France. They don't know what Beverly Hills is. It's normal. Yeah. It's like Weezer. It's just like Weezer. <laughs> um, Rivers came out to the tune of Beverly Hills going, Totally Spies. <laughs> That's where I wanna be. Oh my god. What's yes. he do? Is he still, is Weezer still doing stuff? Is we still doing stuff? Yeah, unfortunately. They only released that album of covers that was really, yeah. really bad. Absolutely constantly still doing stuff. God. Somebody please stop them. <sighs> They're like 45 years old. <laughs> They're older than that. That is a conservative estimate for the age of Rivers Kumo. Is it? Hey, we have oh. to find out now. I know. Uh, Fact-checking will kill a podcast, but I'm going I to went- type in Weezer. I just went to Wikipedia, and the Did You Know section just has a picture of someone sticking their tongue out, and it says dry mouth, and I'm losing my mind right now. What are you doing? I went to Wikipedia. Rivers Kimmel is 49 years old. All right. Well, I was close. You were close. I was going to say in his 50s. Yeah. Well, he's almost um, there. He's almost there. He'll get there. There you go. Enjoy that picture. Well, well thanks. I'm, glad I'm not... You know, normally, normally what we do... <laughs> when we have podcasts where someone puts an image in the thing, is we'll put the picture on the website. You can look at the picture. Yeah, please you don't put get that on the website. Picture. No, I'm not putting the picture of Dry Mouth <laughs> on the website. What the fuck is wrong with you, Molly? People have waited <laughs> so long for Amory Scott, and now we haven't even mentioned Coheed and Cambria once, and you're sending me images of Dry Mouth. Okay, I. <laughs> KK, so um, if you want to stay on topic, I was watching Evo yesterday. Um, <laughs> No, let me get there. <laughs> okay, cool. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was watching Evo yesterday, and uh, I, I only watch things that Sonic Fox is doing, um, obviously. But the real thing is, when they went to the Mortal Kombat 11 stuff, um, they showed both of the announcers. Uh, and I don't know if you saw this, but the announcer, uh, who looks like the worst human being on Earth... Uh, has an awful mustache, and under his suit jacket, he is wearing a Coheed and Cambria tee. And he I sure immediately is. turned off the broadcast. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at him! It's terrible. And anyway, I was too embarrassed to keep going. We don't know this guy, so sorry to blast you on our very popular podcast. His name is Mr. Aquaman. Please flame him. <laughs> She said that, not me. I'm anti-flaming. <laughs> <laughs> I absolve myself of all responsibility. Uh, this is like a Bioware choice. Left trigger, right trigger. <laughs> I just, I can't deal. I was upset. Uh, and so, I, yeah, I stopped watching Evo. Do not flame him. Just politely ask him to shave. <laughs> <laughs> just let him know that he needs to clean that up a little bit. Uh, like my dude. It's not a good look. His whole upper lip is gone. <laughs> That's what mustaches do. It ate the whole thing. It ate the whole thing. That's what's God. so scary about uh, facial hair is that it will just eat your whole your whole mouth. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. You're right. That is exactly what's so scary about. Sorry, facial this hair. is a this is a totally reprise day. So you're yeah. getting you're getting a lot of that energy right now. 
Normally when we do these podcasts, I'm pretty like, I'm going to keep this tight, we're going to get this done. Uh, I was like, no, Mike, you can go full tangent. I am I just don't do podcasts that way, so I've been caught unprepared by the master of this. <laughs> this is absolutely This is what stuff. we do. This is how when, it works. We could talk about Coheed and Cambria. We are about to do that just now. But I do want to say that when me and Em do like Voip Lice where we haven't got anything prepared, sometimes we just complain into the mic about not having anything to talk about. Like, we're so bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that go doesn't go seem good. No, it's not. It's not good content. Um, but uh, you, you got you got the knack. You can just keep going on anything. Yeah, uh, there's a lot you can do uh, when you keep Twitter open. <laughs> I, and just I let guess, it wash over you. I I didn't. I never considered that I could just have a content stream, like secondary content stream, feeding into the podcast the whole time. Yeah, so you can have it. You know, you just got to get the you get the brain juices flowing by looking at bad posts. Oh, I didn't realize that the secret was posts. <laughs> the secret was always po- it's been posts. It's been posts. Yeah, uh, but that's enough about posts. It's time to talk about Cohen Cambria. Let's talk about. We have yeah. we have a lot to talk about today. We have a lot to talk about today. So, uh, it's been month and month and month since we've done one of these. And this isn't... Well, I, I was thinking how we we're going to do this. Because I didn't want to do one episode of 20 Minutes and then never do another one again. Um, I wanted to make sure that we could finish out the season in a reasonable time. And so I talked to Molly about it. Uh, and I had a think and decided that rather than trying to line up a bunch of recordings a few weeks in a row or have this one and then save it for however long uh, we can do more, we're just going to do one episode called The End Complete, which is the entire five-song suite that makes up the end of this album, which we're on now. Uh, We're going to be covering five songs today. (laughs) Yeah, and I think it is appropriate because this is like the end of the main Amory Wars canon, I guess you would call it, like the, the, the... First stuff, like obviously we're going to a prequel album next, and that is still part of the canon. But this is really the main stuff that makes up this awful, awful world. This is the big ending, and the one thing that everyone agrees on about the big ending is that we don't have a fucking clue what happens. Well, the problem, okay, so there is like, and we'll get there, but there's a lot of things that they had implied through what they had written in the songs, and then ruined at the end of the last album. Like Uh when they released the last set of comics, they were just like, but nah, fuck all that. Fuck all that, yeah, no, what's happened to Mayo? I need Mayo! I need Mayo so bad! I need Mayo, I've been needing Mayo all this time. This entire time, we've been wondering, where's Mayo? And when he's not (laughs) on screen, people should be thinking, where's Mayo? I am! That's what the the story of this podcast. That's the Uh, entire podcast. This is gonna be the big finale for uh, No World for Tomorrow. Uh, when we come back with uh, Year of the Black Rainbow, again, don't know when that will be, don't, not making promises, uh, but hopefully this will be, you know, it's much better to have a hiatus on the end of a season rather than just in between episodes constantly, yes. I feel like. Uh, and when we come back, it'll be a nice, um, you know, concentrated thing as we read the book and get it done. Yeah, we're going there's much to more to actually book. talk about. Going to read a book. I'm going to have to buy a highlighter. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe some post-it notes. Yep. It's going to be good. It's going to be messed up. But I guess there's no better time to talk about The End Complete, which is a five-song suite beginning with The Fall of House Atlantic. Um, I have to say that yes. 
the thing about the fall of House Atlantic is now that I know that it is a giant mech suit, <laughs> yes. I'm pretty upset at the just chill instrumental it gets for it dying. And then people going, I do have to say this is a this is a subpar effort. So this wasn't even going to get an episode when we were going to separate these out by episodes because it's a one minute instrumental. Yeah, we were just going to attach it to the next one. Uh, but the, it's not great. The, the instrumentals that Goheed have done have been better than this. They've yeah, got the, a lot of them, every, the, every single one of them they've done before this is better than this. And like the... the, the it doesn't even appear in this album at all. Brutal. Fucking brutal. you think that would be the thing they end on, right? But no. Well, I was... Uh, the whole time I was like, I we're finally going to get the rock arrangement of... You know, the, the, the keyboard theme. The theme... They still haven't the, done that. They still haven't done that. And I was like, there's no other way to end the album. We'll see how they choose to do that in a few, you know, in 45 minutes, I guess. Yeah. Fucking uh, assholes. Assholes. But yeah, I was very disappointed by the song. It gets like a three. Like, it's just weak. I we, I know we don't like rate. I guess it's unfair to rate because we don't rate like the ring and return we don't usually, and stuff. Yeah, we usually don't rate the, the instrumentals. It is, it, this one does suck, though. Uh, plot wise, House Atlantic Fools. It fell over. It tripped. I guess if, it, if, it, if it's a tripped. walking mech, it's a big walking it, mech suit, so it could just fall. Yeah, it could. It could be a literal, or what I'm imagining now is a uh, kind of a Hoth situation where you get the speeders uh-huh. and they tie up the legs and then it falls down, um, which is way funnier, especially when you think about Krom on the inside being like, "Oh fuck, shit." I mean, I, I've I've always assumed it to be something like this because I assume that like. The rest... Uh, I've always read the rest of these songs to be, like, an assault on House Atlantic. Yeah. So I assume this is just the beginning of the attack and when the defenses fall, right? Like, that's the kind of narrative I've brought up, but who knows? Um, but in the very simple, you know, zoomed-out worldview of the Coheed and Cambria plot, I've always just taken this to be uh, a final battle on House Atlantic. Yeah, this is like the start of the big fight, and then um, if we're jumping over to the next one, the next one is kind of like the heroes entering the facility kind of thing, I guess, is what I always imagine. Yeah, so I guess we can do that then. We'll just, look, we'll just go straight to the next track. Let's, let's do it. Here is the thing about Radio Bye Bye. What's the thing about Radio Bye Bye? First of all, it's called Radio Bye Bye. (laughs) That is the first thing about Radio Bye Bye. Um, Secondly, on a given day, uh, I will either love this song or fucking hate this song. Why? I don't know. It is just, it is impossible for me to form an opinion on it. Uh, I I got bad news about this podcast. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a problem. Today, I like it. It's a good song, I think. Hooray! Yeah, I'm I'm positive today. Sometimes it's just like, man, what the fuck is this? I mean, it's a weird song, right? Because it's one of their popular songs, uh, but it doesn't really have the same energy as their other popular songs. He sounds tired. Yeah, he does. Compared to any other one of the, you know, just uh, leave it on the radiator. Uh, Uh, (laughs) leave it on the radio (laughs) he really brought radio out to about six syllables uh which is always impressive right like you gotta really work for that um 
Otherwise, I actually really, you know what? I I do like this song. It's got good guitar. Uh, it's 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 fun. Um, I do think it is like the worst of any of their pop songs. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't think of anyone that's worse. I don't know if you can, but. I mean, like, I prefer it to, like, songs like The Hound, I guess, on this album, which, eh, is no, fine. I don't know about that. I like The Hound better. Yeah. Like, okay. Also, I don't know if I would call uh, The Hound mm-hmm. poppy. So, so, so what are, like, the, the puppy songs, right? We mean, like, Favorite House, Blood Red Summer. Suffering. Uh, suffering. Yeah. The Running Free. This. Oh, I think I like this better than The Running Free, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Again, it goes back and forth. I think this song's fine. give it a seven um, a seven yeah that's probably seven. fair that's fine. That's um, you know same as everything evil god we're stupid yeah, <laughs> no everything yeah. evil got like a five we're fools we're idiots it's we're so fucking dumb we'll leave it on the radio god it's good yeah it's good um now hey what the fuck is happening here yeah let's briefly talk about what's happening in the song so i'll, I'll read out some lyrics as please yeah as, as is tradition, tradition uh, and we'll look at this and we'll go, so I'll, should we, should we um, start from the beginning here, which is, we're throwing all caution to the wind. It's better to think about what's ahead than behind them. Only I've got a better chance at failure, but my mind has a clever way of turning all the worst to right I've found. Oh no, so tell them like you did it, no maybes. We'll leave it on the radio, we're calling all cowards. Now boy, that you made it so, what are you afraid of what you've done? Uh, if that read weird, that's because all of the line breaks on this <laughs> genius article, and also in the song, just kind of flow into each other in classic Conan Cambria fashion. Yeah. Because it's like, we're leaving on the radio, we're calling all cowards, now boy, that you made like, like, But the now is clearly a pit to the boy, but it yeah. sounds like the same we're calling all cowards now uh very strange flow because you know it's been it's been a while since we've done this so i'm like oh right code and cambria lyrics right they're they weird. don't make any sense when they you write them down on paper sense. and then a flow and they flow in the song but they don't flow like textually when you have to figure out what the fuck's going on no not at all uh this is a fairly simple song they're just they're going to do the thing right they're like we're leaving on the radio. We're calling the cowboys. Why are you so afraid? We're gonna go do the battle. It's just returning to the classic Cain and Cambria themes of his, like, you know, why me type stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm the scared little boy, right? Like the classic crowing themes that have been all over this album and the ones before it, uh, which is frustrating because it's like Cain it, and Cambria can't really tell a story through their lyrics on a. Um, like growing set in a through an album or multiple albums they have like themes that they express through their lyrics but they've mostly been the same themes it's all been the same thing the entire time and for the fourth time he's scared he's scared Uh uh-oh he's a scared little boy i don't know if i'm ready to be the special boy he doesn't know if he's ready to be the special boy but he's doing it insane because he's been the special boy multiple times and been fine 
So, but the, the song's kind of about that because, like, now, boy, you've done it. Why are you afraid of what you've done? Right? It's like, that's true. You you have become the special boy, and you're still afraid of everything. And I'm like, I uh, realize this, Code in Cambria. I've been realizing this for years. I still have uh, anxiety. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, but w- even though I don't like. It doesn't give you any specifics. It's not like some of the songs where they're like, this gives the sense of, you know, a battle with Mayo or whatever, and maybe that doesn't line up with canon now, but, you know, there were imagery that you could pull from and make a story. This, the closest is this, you know, it's a Favorite House Atlantic type song where it um, gives a lot of, uh, just a sense of a cool fight. Like, they're on a spaceship, driving towards the thing is always the image I've uh, yeah, I've always taken from this. They're getting in there. It's happening. Yep. It's happening. The battle's on. Uh, I don't think they mention being on a spaceship or driving once in this, but I've always thought of it as that kind of song. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, he, you know, when you're when you're on the radiator, uh, yeah, when you're, you're on the radiator from your car, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a you got the thing. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's all <laughs> you got the radio. I don't know. You got the you got the radio? radios in the car. I guess. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, it's it's a weird song. Uh. But I, I do mostly enjoy it, and I do think that it's um, pretty good in where it comes in this end complete thing. Because the end complete, the end complete, as we will see, is a very strange, like sweet, right? Yes. Um, it 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 isn't the Willing Well. They they will try to rewrite the Willing Well forever, and they will never even get close. Because the Willing Well songs feel like one. They're all they're the only seven minute songs in the album, and they're all of that type. Yes. And they're connected like very closely by form. It's very this is the where we put these kind of songs. Uh and this there's one seven minute track, which is the next track, but the others this could just be a normal song earlier in the album, and it wouldn't change anything about the feel of the album or the structure of the album, uh, or even like the pacing of the songs, really. You could replace this uh, with the hound and the album wouldn't change much. Like, it would change a bit, right? Because the songs are different places. Yeah. But it wouldn't change in the way of uh, putting, uh, you know, From Fear uh, at, you know, replacing that with, oh, God, crossing the frame, right? Sure. Um, And I, I just think it speaks to a weakness in this album compared to, look, the, uh, Good Apollo 1 is the album they are trying to top and will continue to fail to top forever. Yeah, and you know, you can't, like you said, you can't rearrange the order of the album. It doesn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. it, it all flows way better than this, where it's like, yeah, I don't know, we put, like, nine songs on an album. I hope you enjoy it. The last four of them have the end complete in front of them. Yep. yep. Last five. Five, yeah, pardon. Um, yeah, um, which I guess I guess that's it for the radio bye-bye. We can just keep moving. Because yeah, we can, we can keep five. moving. Um, you can leave that on the radio. We can leave that one on the radio. Now we have the we come to the biggest song really of of the end complete. It's called the end complete three. The end complete. <laughs> the end complete. Colin, we mean it. Be 
let's talk about the end complete. Uh, let's talk about the end complete. It's um, yeah, it's a long song. Yeah, this is the one where they actually go in on trying to be, uh, you know, trying to do um, the winning world type song. This is the seven minute song, weird structure. Goes from multiple sections mm -hmm. uh, that all have different ideas. Um, it is the the most one of those in this set. Yeah, it's um, it's the only one where it works. I think uh, it's what? a bummer. Yeah. I just think it's a bummer that it's the only one that they got like the full time on, and the rest of them are kind of whatever. Well, I wouldn't want those the other songs in this set to be longer. I, well, I don't I want just... them to be longer. I want them to be better so they can be longer. <laughs> I want them to be different kind of songs that are better. Yeah, I would like them to... I, I guess what I'm saying is it's a shame that they can't, like, recapture what they just did. Well, don't worry. They'll try forever. I, I Listen, I know. I've been listening... <laughs> I've listened to a couple Coheed and Camry albums. Voxus. Voxus. Well, no, no. <laughs> They just yell "Welcome Home" in that song. They really, they really well, just they listen. Yell, welcome in this thing. They yell "Welcome Home" in this song. Oh, do they? They do. I don't. I don't remember. This one will probably get the most story time because there's a lot, a lot happening here. A lot happening here. A lot happening here. Uh, so it starts, says, These are the days, the end complete, a world still turning to the sound of the suffering. You are the jury, we are the saints. Our minds divide, the past repeats, a war still brewing in the hearts of those we once bled. I am the knowing, the living dead. Dig deeper, remember, all you've been and all you've left behind. Wave goodbye, my dear. Dig deeper, remember. All you've been and all you've left behind. Welcome home, my dear. Yeah, he does so. say that. All right. Um, and they say the suffering earlier on. Like, I feel like these references are intentional because the the um, the song ends with them going, uh, "Let your rabbit go run." They yeah, which to is the run yeah. rabbit run reference. Yeah. Um, yeah. This has a lot of absolutely. references. There's a lot of, to lot of good songs. callback. Yeah. Um. These are these are the days. This is the end complete. Uh, yeah, so, clearly, clearly there's a lot going on here. Uh, this is, this is, this is the fight song, right? Like, this is the big, we're doing the thing, we're gonna fight Ryan. It has to I, be. I get, I, so, like, yes, um, but I don't know if it's the fight song. I, I see this as more as just, um, Claudia has become the apocalyptic god at this point. Him big. Because this is... 
him, him being, I don't know, I, like, I don't know the, how they'll actually end up doing it in the comic, right? Yeah. Um, because they don't really make clear what the crowing's powers are, apart from green powers. Uh, I feel like there's a reading of this you could make, uh, that is much more interesting th- about th- his powers in a more abstract sense, right? Because, okay. th- well, this, th- the lyrics here make it seem... Uh, the past repeats a war still brewing in the hearts of those we once bled I am the knowing the living dead blah blah uh, it, it, like this is the most anime bullshit he's like you know become the god uh, all oh, dead so he's, back he's come super saiyan he's gone super saiyan uh, and is like you know killing everyone and because um, he's he's ending the world is, is what he's doing right but it, the ending of the world is pr- probably not just everyone exploding uh it's probably a bit more abstract than that. At least I hope so. If the comic has everyone exploding, then I won't be surprised. No. Um, um, I think he's definitely uh, doing necromancy, because it's all he ever does, I guess, to fight Ryan, is summon a bunch of dead bodies. Uh, I guess he is. So he, is literally have, he literally has the living dead. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I am not, uh, let's say, hopeful that this is not literal. <laughs> I have yeah. I have the zombies, Ryan. That's the I, really that's the worst that's the worst way that it could go. And knowing how the comics is, have gone, it's the way the things will go. There is no other option. I I suppose so. Now, so there's this. So mm-hmm. we need to talk about the bridge. Yeah, let's let's talk uh, bridges. So if it does this. It builds up, and he's all like, uh, you know. Um, Everything is coming to the end. The end complete is here. You will return to the grave. The grave will return to you. One and the same. Uh, that is what my destiny is. And there's a bit where he's like, uh, Mother, I'm living proof that never is just around the corner um, as the world's about to end. Uh, and then the, the song takes a turn. <laughs> a big turn. A big turn. And he puts on the voice harder than he's ever put on the voice before. <laughs> he's, he's doing it. I'm not even exaggerating. That's not, yeah, that is it. I have no idea what he says in that, except for I'm looking at the lyrics right now, and I'm like, yeah, I guess it could be that. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if there was a lyric sheet in the album. I think I've seen arguments about, like, I think this might just be what people think he says. Yeah, uh, I mean, what what is on Genius.com looks probably right. Yes, it looks close. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Uh, so we have on Genius.com is, uh, uh, We are the fate of killers, the call of justice. We are, now wa- we are now waiting while you wish us away with your plans and hope deliverance won't save your soul from Satan. God, he will not save you, is not. He will not save you, is here. He will not save you from this. Uh, and that's just how the song goes, you know, overlapping stuff. Which I assume this is like everyone's fury uh, put on Ryan, right? Is there yes. is no God he will not save you from the fact that you've been the most evil guy ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Cause it has to line your face a jury in hell. Yeah. After he fo- <laughs> I've got bad news for you about this guy and juries. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, he's just going to convince everyone in hell that he is Satan. They're going to get rid of the current Satan and then just <laughs> install Ryan and be like, well, he proved it, man. I don't know what to tell I- you. I am gonna write my fanfic about Wilhelm Ryan going to hell, and <laughs> Jesse has to re-prosecute the trial. <laughs> Jesse's dead. Jesse's also in hell at this Jesse's point. Jesse's in hell because he couldn't fucking do it the first time. 
and he has to fucking retry running out. That's what my brother's blood machine is about. That's what it's about. We did it. It all comes together. We solved it. We put it. It's all here. <laughs> He's going to face his jury in hell. I. Oh, my God. You can't say you face the jury in hell when you already fucked up the entire trial. I guess I, the ju- I, you know what, Jackson, I bet the jury in hell. Yes. We'll say guilty. <laughs> I bet. I bet it will. <laughs> but I bet they don't care about doing a proper trial. That's that's Jesse's real. That's the real win that he's going to get here oh. is that everyone in hell is just like, I don't know, roast him. He's done. Cook him. And then, then it returns to the uh, the start of the song again. Basically brings back the same lyrics and he's like, you know, these are the days the incomplete, the world is burning to the sound of the suffering. Uh, you are the jury, we are the saints. Uh, so I don't know who the jury is in this case because the jury is a reference point and then one person's like, you'll face the jury and he's like, you are the jury and I'm like, you, you changed who that you was but you didn't tell us who you were talking about. This is some 101 stuff, Claudio. I gotta know what's going on. He's ripping the world apart. People are showing up. I, I have no idea. But there's uh, so many bits in, in these uh, in these songs where people have like gone line by line through the lyrics, right? Uh, and tried to match up. This is reference to this thing, and this is reference to this thing. Uh, and it'll often, within the lines of the verse, like not even where, where there's a hard break, like this line is clearly addressed to Jesse. This line is, is addressed to Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, you know, there's a lot of that where it's like, why... This... The lyrics don't themselves read that badly. Why does your adaptation make it more confusing? I will say there are no annotations on this song, uh, at, period, at all, on Genius. Nobody knows what the fuck is happening. <laughs> Nobody knows what's happening. Uh, we are, in the end, complete. I mean, the world is ending. I, th- I feel pretty sure about that. Yeah. He has become the crowing. The keywork is activated. Uh, everyone is returning to the keywork because right there, there is a live stream here right this is actually anime there is a live stream where yes. all the souls go and that's where everyone's souls are going and that's exactly what's about to happen is everyone is like ryan's returning to the souls everyone's returning to the souls every anime ever is happening but it's going in cambria <laughs> but it's going in cambria now uh and worse um, um, yes i would like to file a formal complaint with genius.com um, that's fair so would I. <laughs> Specifically, uh, for them saying that you've been stealing my lines is the lyric, and I don't buy that for a minute. What do you think the lyric is? I think it's you've been stealing my life. It's just oh. how it. Just how it, because yeah, because Claudio's mad that he has he's had to do this so. the whole time instead he ha- of being he, a normal boy kissing he is uh, his high school girlfriend. <laughs> He does this entire time. He's thinking about getting up in his high school girlfriend. <laughs> he's so, the whole time. I mean, it's obvious he's still thinking about her. Fucking stupid I mean, he ass, right in feathers. Went back and he's like, "Damn, still not hitting that." All right, guess I gotta leave. But like, we're not even making it up. His entire brain is preoccupied with getting up in his high school girlfriend for <laughs> like the entire this epic saga. That's all his brain is really thinking about because it's the only piece he knows. But they don't represent that piece through like ah oh, my childhood home or ah oh, my you know they just represent it through ah oh, fucking my high school girlfriend. My high school girlfriend. Damn, we kissed once. We kissed Damn. once. Damn. Damn. Ambelina never let me hit that. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, let's speak of Ambelina. Uh, it's it's yeah. been a minute. 
Just thinking it's about been a minute. just thinking about Vaxes right now. Uh, as we do. How do you? Is it? Are they related to Claudio? Are they related to Claudio? Vaxus and the and the crew, all those people. No. No. Okay. Is that? Well, he talks about his mother and father in, in like who. They're the ones who break out of the prison. No, no, I know. I'm not saying that Vaxus is the child of them. I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if he's going to pull the fucking bloodline thing. No, I, I mean, I hope not, because I assume this is so separated where if there is a connection, it will be through the crowing stuff and the, like, machinations of the universe. Yeah. Rather than straight bloodlines. That would be uh, better. He c- like, he can do, like, that connection without... Uh, dire- directly saying, "This is their kid." I don't. I don't think Claudio has ever fucked. Arguably, he has fucked like once or twice <laughs> in high school. Like, I, 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 he I don't has know a kid. If, uh, oh, are, you, are we talking about real life Claudio or in the in the fiction? No, I'm talking. No, yes, I mean, I okay, mean Claudio Kilgannon. <laughs> okay, all right. Not real. Not real. I Claudio. got confused not- for a minute. <laughs> I'm not saying that he <laughs> became Volcel and charged his energies up and put them into the story. The crowing is just the fucking he, energy. he wrote a J.O. book instead of uh, putting I the mean, energy in a crystal. I mean, Gladio, like, whether he fucked his high school girlfriend or not is up for debate. He definitely... <laughs> who could say? Who could say? Unclear whether they fucked or they just kind of made out. Uh, who knows? But we know, we certainly know that after that point, he hasn't, he has not hit that. He has not, uh, and he has not stopped thinking about hitting that. And all he has done is thought about hitting that. And and his Volsal powers have become so strong... <laughs> Uh, but uh, he has ended the world. That's what the crowing is. That's, that's what, what I mean, that's what, that's what he has to, like, awaken, right? Because he has to go from incel to velcel and make peace with it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, his powers will then gulf the world and everyone goes back to the soup. Yep. <laughs> Everybody get in the pool. Everybody get in the pool. Everybody get in the live stream. Sephiroth's here. Everybody get in the live stream. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, <laughs> I hope everyone enjoys the return of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How could they not? After all this, how could they not? This is quality shit. This is the stuff. Um. Uh, all right. Do you have move on. much more? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't have much more to say about the end complete. The end complete. No, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll r- run back to the whole album. And we'll give our full thoughts yeah. when we finish these these. Uh, uh, these songs. We got we got two more songs today. We got we do. The Road and the Damned, the incomplete four. I I cannot stress enough how Claudio these last few songs are. This is this is peak. This is the, the he is at the top of his uh, fucking pronunciation game on this album. 
I personally, I personally am a fan of this track. You, not so much. Yeah, I've never been real into this. Because it's, it's got all the... Str- it's such an overproduced power ballad. I think if yep. they went back to their, like... Uh, simple, more, you know, like I, I like Light in the Glass. I, I'm not anti yes. the, the Cody and Caribbean ballads. I just think this feels just too much. This is the 80s rock power ballad. I listened to the fucking. I listened to the Light in Glass the other day. This song is fucking good as hell. This slams! That, that song Your is great. Father's day, he passed in his sleep. So good. God, it's so good. God, man, remember Cody and Cambria? Do you remember them? I don't. You remember. In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Maybe you've heard of it. It's a fucking great album. Anyway, uh, the, the No World for Tomorrow. Not so good. <sighs> Man, how Nine. far the mighty have fallen. How far they will fall. Truly. And then we have to keep talking about it. <laughs> we have to keep talking about it. And it takes us so long to put out episodes that we'll be doing this until we die. Yeah. And then and then they just keep... They have, listen, they have four more Vaxxas albums planned. Four more. And they haven't uh, even announced when the second one is supposed to be out. Well, I mean, they'll take three years. They take as long as albums take. Well, they should do more faster. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Work harder. I Work think harder, they should Claudio. do more for me. <laughs> I think they should produce more content. <laughs> if I have to do it. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, Claudio, he did it. And now he's he like, it. damn, I really did blow up the whole world, huh? Yeah, this is the the lyrics to this are pretty explicit, right? He's like Yeah. Now the world's ended. I'm in the I'm in the key work. Uh, I'm in the live stream. Where's Nua? I'm in the live stream. Where's Nua? <laughs> right. Where's her energy? I need to find her. It's strange because you haven't listened or to the Evangelion podcast or watched Evangelion. No. But this is all that. This is all that. I'm oh, did Claudio that- watch Evangelion? <laughs> Uh, possibly, very possibly. I have to know now, because uh, I mean I don't know. We we could be reading into it. Like it is like the live stream stuff is there. The the key work is just the live stream. And you know, uh, Evangelion is, is on everybody's minds right now. Well, li- live stream is Final Fantasy Seven, but the, yes. the Evangelion has its own live stream. It's a very anime concept, but half the animes have a live stream. Um, and here he's like, well, I've ended the world and the lyrics are, so we'll begin from the start. It's, uh, I believed in the world right in front of me, uh, but now along these empty streets where this curse haunts these memories of a man and all he's lost. Uh, no time to think about it, no room to breathe. If I had a way back, I'd ride through the dark and the dawn, but please don't wait for me because the man you've loved don't live anymore. I can't go home again. So he's like just trapped in an empty world. Very clear about it. Yeah, uh, he's dead. He's, he's dead. He's he's dead because he's ended the universe. Because he did it. That's he, what the crow is. This whole motherfucker. Uh, this whole thing. which means which means presumably the the story at this point is going into like abstract spaces, uh, but the lyrics don't change to like represent that. It's just oh, if I had a way back, I'd ride through the dark and the dawn, um, like. <laughs> It's possible that the end of this story in the comic will be on some wild, wild shit. And, like, they already got into some fairly wild shit with the, um... With, you know, with the writer and everything. Uh, yeah, all maybe told, this is it was fairly surprising. Um, yeah, like, it's not good, but it's 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 definitely on one. Yeah, it's definitely, oh, huh, okay. Um, and presumably they're going and they're getting on one here, uh, but the writer's dead. So, like, God is canonically dead. He's canonically uh, dead, and that is why God can't save you. That's true. Because uh, 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 the cops killed him. 
it's fucked up because Ryan has been right the entire time. He's like, yeah, they, I saw, I saw it happen. I was over on the corner, and I was standing there, and they shot that man. Oh, I fucking remember that he he killed he killed um he killed her he actually killed her. Yeah, he killed her. He killed Erica. He killed Erica. Man, that could be so bad. It's so fucking bad. He. Mm. <sighs> I. I just keep. I haven't thought about it in a while. I know. And now that we're doing, and now that we're doing this, he just fucking killed both of them. He and then he had them. the writer kill Erica. Like, Abelina. what the fuck? And Abelina, yeah. And Abelina, well, like, Abelina, Abelina was gonna die, right? But like that, because I remember back in we re- we litigating the last album now. But like the whole th- thesis of the album was you have to kill the fictional wife so you can get over the trauma of your real of your real wife. <laughs> Uh, but he just killed both. And then Claudia said, ah, nah, nah, I will have both. Thank you. I will have both. both I have room die. for both. Um. <laughs> All the wives could die in my story. I would like dessert, please. Thank you. <laughs> so now we're in a world where all the wives are dead, and Claudia has fulfilled his purpose, and there are no wives in this new there world. There are no wives, and it's, he's, that's why if I had a way back, I'd ta- that feel with no GF. Yeah, if I, I mean he's he's on he's on that point now. He's, there's no it's a wifeless universe. He has dreamed of a world without a wife. Now that uh, now that he has uh, reclaimed that he has saved the world from evil by destroying the entire world, he's like, damn, I don't have to be volatile anymore. But there's no women. There's, there's nobody no one, in this there, world to fuck. There's, there's no one in this world to fuck. <laughs> Truly <Christ>. tragic. <laughs> uh, we are the ones who are on one. <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you get into the minds of Coheed and Cambry. You really gotta get in there really and gotta, in the brain you space. Dig deep. Yeah, you gotta dig deep in the brain space. That's what that's what they were saying in the end. Is dig deeper. Remember uh, all that you've given, all that you've left behind, namely your dead wives who you killed. Yep. So uh, this song's fine. Oh, I'm gonna oh. let's let's throw. I, I gotta throw back a number. We gotta throw some numbers out. Uh, yeah, we, do we, we said do, radio. Say, did we say radio by by like a seven? Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, you yeah, can say whatever I think you want. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, and then for an eight, it's, like eight. it's one better. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one better. It's if a big, we had given radio by by a six, and complete would be a seven. I think I might give it and complete an eight still. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, except for the part where he's doing the voice, I don't like that. But the rest of it's great. He would not forgive him. Um. And then uh, I pers- personally, I would say uh, the road of the damned is just as good as uh, Radio Bye Bye. I would give it a seven as well. I'd give it a four, but that's oh, just damn. me. Just me. Brutal. That's damn. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that's right. Get him. I, I will get him. Consider yourself God. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Claudia listens. just like, oh, oh, direct hit. That's <laughs> like damage. Oh. Um. And There's then, a non-zero uh, possibility that Claudio has heard part of our podcast. I hope he has. Hey, Claudio. Hey, Claudio. I'm a big fan. Hope you're doing fine. Genuinely. <laughs> it's genuinely, genuinely big fan. That's the part you probably won't understand. Yeah, that's uh, we we really like your work, uh, except for the part <laughs> where you hate women. The rest of it's pretty uh, good. Because some unresolved issues there. I I think I think the work speaks for itself. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um. And now we come to the final song. The final the incomplete track. five, on the brink. On the brink. This one. This one should have been called the incomplete. Stupid. Stupid. It's the incomplete. <laughs> stupid. What are you doing? <laughs>
whose is this? <laughs> who's man of the year? Who's <laughs> whose book is this? Uh, okay, so um, I like the first. Um, let's call it minute and a half. I believe. Uh, oh, you mean the where bit they, where it's a song? The part where it's a song. Yeah, the part where it's a yeah, song okay. I think is great. Great, good stuff. I like it a lot. Um, please, let's let's read some lyrics. I like... I, like, I don't have much else oh, to yeah, say. Should, we just, I, I should like we just get into it? We'll just, we'll just get into it. So I'm just going to read the whole thing. We have because... to get in there because it's fucked. <laughs> okay, I have to read this entire genius page. Uh, yes. There we go. So this is, this is how the song goes. Uh, the worlds have now learned of the worst yet to come. On the brink of an end, a boy learns to run. How you love, or could you, Mr. Man of the Year, walking tall with nothing to fear. Don't pass up this chance, oh, go tear down the walls. No gods will be watching, no one cares enough at all. These words need now an ending, as they did at the start, but I'll keep on pretending I won't go. Don't cry no more, boy. You've got the other side of your life, so enjoy. I'll move out the front door and take out your trash, but I'll no longer be haunted here. I'm not coming back. The world must know my story. So long, Amory. Please drive me home one last time. Hail times 57. Hail times 57. Hail times 57. Shout out to the hero who counted uh, how many hails there were. Someone uh, had to do it. Somebody did, and I appreciate it. <laughs> so I didn't have to. <laughs> it's not good. This album ends with a big fart. Huge fart. It, so it ends with a huge fart. So the, the, the song starts fine, and I think that the, the final song is okay. Uh... And it's like summing up the themes. I don't understand really what it's meant to imply about how the story ends. Because I, so I've always read this partially from like the writer's perspective, but I'm told yes. that the writer's not in this album. Uh, yeah, we've been we've been dead. informed by Cody and Cambria that the writer is dead. But I mean, he's dead. But also, like there there are things there are interviews of him going, "Oh, the writer's not in in part two. Those those have been out there forever." Um, but this this reads so much like the author saying goodbye to his story because the character has now learned his lesson, right? What if Claudio has escaped? Exited uh, the fiction. I mean, considering that there is a sequel to Cahoon and Karen, like, right, the, whatever happens with the crowing and the key work happens, but the detention zones of the star system exist after this. That is true. The detention system zones of the star system. The star supremacy. So the- the Star Supremacy. So I guess he didn't end the world very well. Yeah, he didn't do a great job. Uh, 
Or he did a really good... Was Maybe this was kind of a Halo situation. He just destroyed all the life, but left all the planets there. Just a lot of rocks. <laughs> maybe Kaida Cambria was a Halo situation. <laughs> we, who are we to judge? Maybe it was a Halo situation. We don't know. We could be anything. It could be a Halo situation. Burning Star Four, Four is the same thing as activating a Halo. It's the same thing. Uh, yeah, no, that's um, the, he's the Reclaimer. <laughs> yeah, crowing the Reclaimer, right? Yeah, you you don't see it. You only get to play as him once, but the Arbiter is off screen the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the Arbiter is is Zambelina in this. He, oh he yeah, the yeah true, true. He does. Damn, that would have been a way better story if Master Chief fucked the Arbiter. <laughs> That would have been amazing. That's what Gravemind was trying to do. He was like, kiss! And then Come Arbiter's on. like, were it so easy? <laughs> <laughs> Halo 2 rules. Halo 2 so good. It's really good. I like it a lot. <sighs> Fucking great game. Great game. Uh, but yeah, so, so I like the part. I, I like the part of the song start. I, I like the the lyrics of like you know. It's time to do it. The time has come to actually end the world. Even though I thought he did that in the end, complete. But whatever. Uh, don't pass up this chance. You can do it. No gods will be watching. And it's very written from the perspective of like, ah, oh, the boy has learned his lesson, and so now our time must part. Goodbye, the Amory Wars. Um, Claudio which walks is- inside the keywork, and he says, "Hey, Cyrus, are you in here?" <laughs> Hey, fuck me up, man! Right. So there are readings. There are readings of this song that have changed with the prequel prequel album that go into like Cyrus Amory, who is you know who the Amory was named after, even though he's not a factor in the you know Amory. Not not at all. Like not even a little bit. No. Um, and people are thinking, oh, this this is this is Claudio coming to like meet uh i won't go into specific but basically come face to face with the uh, cyrus amory's soul inside the keywork. i was gonna which, say this is stupid right because you know which is maybe cyrus stupid. amory is in there maybe he's still just chilling out inside the keywork. we don't I mean, know a- did he fucking everyone, die everyone's in there no i no, mean like but did he is- fucking die it doesn't matter everyone is in there it's the keywork. it's where the souls go no i know but i'm saying I, i'm trying I, not to spoil the aftermath who cares People are gonna listen to this podcast. Who on in this three podcast years. cares? All Look. right. All right. Look. All right. Cyrus Downey lived a long time ago and is in the keywork now. Yes, that is that is what happens. One way or another. One way or another. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, he he just knocks on the door. He's like, Cyrus, you in there? Hey, yo, yo. what's up, Cyrus? Man, what's up? which is stupid because it relies on a like reveal that the guy he is talking to matters who you didn't know who he was two albums down the line. Cyrus, like, can I get a ride? <laughs> <laughs> you go to the store? Cyrus, can you pick me up a full loco? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so I don't think it's anything to do with Cyrus Amory because Cyrus Amory didn't exist at this point. He didn't that hadn't exist. been written. Yeah, it was. It was not the canon. I when I do not believe for a second that anything like that was planned at that point. 
like I I assumed that this uh, I always assumed that this was the writer saying goodbye to the Emery Wars. I've yes. done my job. I've got over my bullshit. My character has got over his bullshit. Men have learned to be men uh, without murdering their wives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just he closes the book. Yeah, this is because on the brink of an end, a boy learns to run. Everyone has gotten over themselves in the last minute in the happy ending. Uh, and then he does the crowing thing, accepts his destiny, and the world ends for real, even though it ended in the other song. But, you know, these this, this doesn't really line up properly. Um, there might be things as, like, these songs might ne- not necessarily be in the order that they are. Or they're like, happening simultaneously. Yeah. Or they're, like, different perspectives on the event. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that argument as well. Like, the, the end completes what's happening in the middle with Claudio and then Radio Bye Bye is, like, people trying to run away. Uh, you know, whole different things. Um, we've done our best to kind of work through what they could be. But I, I do, I do, I, th- I think it's fine. I, I, I think that it, nothing in here is as, like, immediately repulsive, right? As, yeah. uh, if I had my way, I'd crush your face in the door. Damn. Uh, which is where the last album ended. Which yeah. makes it very interesting. <laughs> When this song finishes and they do hail for five minutes, you're like, okay, do, okay, is this song gonna go anywhere? They're gonna do like it's the final Amory score song, Amory War song. Are they gonna do anything musically? And then uh, they hit and, the drums, and Claudio says, "No." He no, steps we will up not. to me, and he will whisper, "No." <laughs> <laughs> they will ask me, "Are you?" He walks away from his weird electronic, uh, what the fuck is that thing called that he plays theremin. on the, the, the what? I'm sorry. The theremin. The, 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 yeah, he steps away from yeah. the theremin and he says, I will not play this. Thank you. <laughs> I will not play it. play it. So they do this like weird, uh, really boring um, bit where everyone chants hail forever, which is presumably the world ending again. Uh, and then... Out of nowhere, that ends, and they hit the 6-8 drum beat, and they reprise the final cut. Why would you... Why? Why? It's the Why? worst one of those! It doesn't make... It, it's, it's like, that would make sense if this was a double album, right? Which it yeah. is, technically a double album. So it is Good Apollo and Burning Star for uh, Volume 2. But no one reads it as that because Nobody's it's also meant it to... Nobody's ever called it that. It's not, on the, it's not even on the album case. Well, it's like it is part two, but people only read it as that because it's they're both the end of the story. People were expecting this to be the end of the whole thing. Everyone wanted the uh, the Amory Score theme to appear. Amory War theme. Oh, I say Amory Score. The Amory, it is our theme. So ours. It's our theme. <laughs> they gave <laughs> it up. They didn't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah, they relinquished their rights when they didn't put it on the album. Um, but the the one big musical reprise ends up being. The one about the the dead wife in the last album, who isn't even in this album, and the writer's dead, so he's not in this album, and it just makes it very frustrating as a story to follow, which is fine. I don't actually want music to be stories to follow, but to be fair, that's what they're selling. <laughs> that's what that's their whole thing. That's that's their the premise, and it's not like it's not like we're being uncharitable and going oh. Like we are trying to dig into what's happening in a way that is probably no one, no one would or should when they are faced with lyrics. Yeah. But a lot of the fandom does this. A lot of the fandom is about this and trying to find out what's happening. And the story is meant to be meaningful. Um, if it was just abstract, you know, lyrics like every other band ever, it'd be fine. Just whatever. But like, yeah, sounds good. You know, I'm so long. Please drive me home. Whatever. Uh, but they, they, the band pr- promises you that you will be able to understand that this is all like it, the it stories is cool. in the album. 
it's core to their appeal. Like, they took away the story, and even though the music was the same, everyone cared a lot less. That album kind of sucked. Yeah, because the album was bad also. But the new album is also bad, and people care way more because it's called Vaxxus Part 1. What the fuck is this? Because it's just the, the... the veneer of like this must be deep here and maybe some of it is but i think it's mostly just a collection of songs uh with like references to ideas that a story is kind of layered on top of uh i think no love for tomorrow is the least narrative album they've made so far yes uh iks and uh good apollo one both at the very least have an arc to them without the uh without the comic right even even Um, the most barest you know even even the most simplest and it might not have ended up being the true arc that the comic went with right yeah like all the stuff with al felt different in the in the in the in the um in the album the the stuff with ambelina felt different in the comic uh, than it did to the album as well especially with erica uh but there was a central theme that really reached a combination and here the closest you get is the 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 crowing is scared and will you know what did I do to deserve all of this stuff? Uh, which is a central theme of Cohen and Cambria that I, I guess makes sense to be the one that they put front and center at the end, but it, it it doesn't it doesn't really grow. Yeah, yeah. You just get a bunch of songs where they say that, and in this final song, he's the narrator turns to you and goes, "He did it. Everything is fine <laughs> now. Everything is over. You can go home." He is walking tall with nothing to fear. <laughs> the deed, the day has been saved. He's been Mr. Man of the Year. He did the it. The world is dead. The universe the world, is over. World die. World die. World die. World die. Um, yeah, big big shout out to uh, Mother Earth dying on this one. That's a that's a brutal loss for everybody involved. Yep. Wives and moms. Wives and moms. God, so. Uh... This album is the weakest one we've done so far. Like, not even gonna front. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, and that's saying something given how much we kind of joked on second stage. Because uh, that, that album, I don't know. I think I do like it better than this one, but... Yeah, second stage isn't... Second stage is weird because it's like a, basically a demo album. Yeah. Um, but, but I, I do think, think it's I more forgivable it. for that. Mm-hmm. And especially this one, especially coming off of Good Apollo, it's so brutal to like just have a have a decline like this. And you know, maybe decline's not the right word, but it's uh, it's definitely not what uh, I think. There's there's cool songs in this, right? Yes. Um, but I think that when I think back on second stage, which is like got a bunch of really bad shit, especially like the Jersey City stuff that is all uh, just the most uh, young man doing edgelord comics nonsense uh yeah. all the josephine stuff shout out to josephine everybody hey uh, what's up josephine what's up josephine i hope she's in the key work damn i uh, hope so she's gonna be the only person who isn't <laughs> oh man claudia <laughs> <laughs> if this comic comes out and josephine isn't in the key work when everyone goes into the key work when he does the crowing thing uh then what the fuck man yeah i mean she's in there it's fine in the keywork. I mean, the the keywork I assume is like dead at this point, right? The keywork blows up. I don't know. The keywork's like, I mean, the, the I assume. Well, the the keywork is the collection of souls, but the keywork is the form that the souls have been dragged into to power the planets. Yeah. So I assume that the like keywork scatters and the soul energy is free and every you know, uh, 
and it's no longer being chained if everyone gets to live in as, as slaves in death is my is my read on what happens at the end great um anyway uh i do think that the the highs of um second stage are better just you know yes uh fbi yes fbi <laughs> fbi fbi <coughs> excuse me uh the best part about second stage is that we're idiots and we fucked it up completely <laughs> yes uh, and now we absolutely. have to say it's better than this to help make up uh, for it that. Is. it's much better than this uh, what are your final takes here sitting at the edge sitting on the brink as they said uh so, you, know, you know i i kind of like on the brink uh it's uh it's fine but the rest of uh, the as a whole um yeah it's almost kind of mediocre the uh, the story of the amory wars the basic amory war stuff is uh boy i don't even know it's, i don't even know man yeah it's this was meant to be like a lore explaining podcast but then we lost the lore well it's because it's not in there it's not yep it, i mean we will we will come back around to this when when yes. they release the comic we will we will do our judgments but this is what we've this is what we can do based on the lyrics right now yeah yeah uh, presumably coward. there'll be a comic at some point in the next seven years you fucking coward <laughs> coward <laughs> give us the content coward it's been so long i want comics in my hands <laughs> or on my screen i don't buy keep physical copies <laughs> i would prefer not to have that in my home i subscribe to your comicsology didn't that mean something <laughs> we get we have both paid you to make this podcast and this is what you do you refuse to give us anything refuse to give us the content that we need um Uh, claudio please write us a side story about mayo but it has to be good so um what do i want to say as we wrap up this because i I feel like we went through the songs it was good and fun and we don't really have a good conclusion just because the the album doesn't really have a good conclusion yeah i mean it's hard to have a conclusion when there really isn't one or there's there's no conclusion the albums and i mean we could talk at length about how we feel about the story in general it's bad well it's very strange right because we don't this is the one that doesn't have an adaptation but there is a prequel of this even though there is no ending there's a prequel to a story with no ending yeah, a, a direct prequel. And then, like, the other stuff that they do are just kind of contained stories in, well, I guess, uh... Yes? I guess the Afterman is, like, the one other story that's in yeah, this the Afterman part. And then tie, Vax ties into a whole this. fucking other thing. Uh, suppose, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Year of the Black Rainbow is part one, because second stage Turbine Blade, uh, Silent Earth 3, yeah. Star 4. Stupid. Um, uh, even though they didn't, there was no one. There's no, this. there's no one. There's no like, five. The track track one is called one, um, of Year of the Black Rainbow. Oh yeah, huh, it is. Um, as like a way to make up for the fact that they didn't, they didn't do the album right. They gave up on, the, they gave up on their gimmick. I think it's, I think that's cowardly. You again, cowards the lot. Um, uh, please yep. do better. Do you have any wants and dreams for the Year of the Black Rainbow novel? What are you hoping for? So, I summary. I, I believe you've read it before, yes? I've read half of it. I've never okay. finished it. I've never looked at it. Never. I, I know the name Hohenheim. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he's been in the comic before, because like, they yeah. mentioned him as the creator of uh, Cahoon and Cambria. Yes. Um, 
I am I'm scared. Yes. I'm worried. Mm-hmm. Um I can't believe I... it's it, first of all it has two authors. Uh-huh. Uh two people. Um and it's the same two authors as the uh IKS comic. I desperately hope there's a courtroom sequence. <laughs> Oh, that'd be good. That That would be be so good. But, I mean, there won't be, right? But, you know. We have to find out what the KBI, like, actually are. Because they keep referring to them as, like, a super... A secret group of, like, government secret agents, but also terrorists. I think they're just Hohenheim's people. Okay. I think they're just his crew, and they're, like, the, uh, air quotes, the resistance. To Mayo's... Yeah, to Mayo seizing power. Yeah, I guess we'll see how Mayo's Mayo Ryan. Power. Um Oh right, right. It's Mayo's Ryan, not, not in charge Mayo. of everything. Mayo's... Ryan's the one in charge of everything. Oh, in my head. <sighs> Forgot in about my head. Forgot that Mayo wasn't the big boss. Uh, he's the big boss to me. He's he's our big boss. He's my big boss. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but respect. <laughs> Nothing but respect for Mayo. Uh alright. Um Is there anything else we I need to go over? Podcast. I think no, that's, that's it. I don't think there's any announced it. plans for the comics. Uh, just that they would be out hopefully in 2020. And my the thing I'll say is that we don't know when we're going to do Year of the Black Rainbow. I hope this tied you over till then. I'll let you know when we're coming back for real. Uh, but when we do come come back, we'll hopefully do it when we are able to hit a regular schedule because we'll need to uh, with the structure of a book. But I'm very excited to have a book to like actually talk about because then we can talk about the book, talk about the song. Like the podcast is meant to be. This has unmoored is, us completely. Yes. it's uh, Frankly, this is Claudio's fault. It's not ours. It's all it's his ours. fault. It's all his fault. But we, we we will be able to do that. So thank you very much for listening. We'll see you later. Um, and uh, I... Wait, no. Plugs. Do you want to... Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to tell yeah. us where you're from and where I'm from? Yeah, where are you from, Molly? Um, You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R. You can find me um on audioengb.com. Uh, I do totally reprise. Uh, and you can find me at patreon.com slash mollyreinbeck. Yeah, you can find me at headfullsoff on Twitter. You can find other podcasts I do at abnormalmapping.com. There's a whole bunch there, uh, including if you want to support me on Patreon, uh, for the podcast I do, you can go to patreon.com slash abnormalmapping, where for $1 a month, you can listen to The Great Gundam Project, a podcast where we watch Gundam every single week. We are, it's, it's good. It's good. Oh, it's good. Been posting about Gundam a lot because it's good. Because Gundam, I've heard, is very good. Uh, it's pretty good yeah but that's it thank you very much for listening uh we'll see you anon i guess yeah we'll see you soon we'll meet you on the radiator uh please drive me home please
Solo oh, 